with his comfort dog, Quinlan, by his side. It's the Independent Man Podcast. Hey, good evening and good morning and welcome to the Independent Man Podcast. In the Navy, going woke won't fix the military's recruitment problem. And you would think the Navy and the military would just learn from what happened with Budweiser this past week or two. Budweiser's stock is down 21% because of that transgender social media influence, Dylan Mulvaney. Yet, here's what happened just breaking news earlier last night and this morning. The military is failing to meet its recruitment goals. The Army reported falling short last year by 25%, or that comes to 15,000 recruits. The Navy came up short by 8,000 active duty sailors, more than 20% below its goal, and 3,000 reservists, nearly 30% short. This is no small matter given the growing likelihood of a United States confrontation with China, it's very soon over Taiwan. It may not lead the war, but it may and readiness has never been more important. So how will the military attract new talent? Someone at the Pentagon apparently decided the answer is, ready? Drum roll. I don't have a drum roll, but the answer is drag queens. Sadly, he or she wasn't joking. The Navy intends to use a drag queen social influencer to make recruiting rounds online in place of Uncle Sam. Since he is already in the Navy, he will not cost taxpayers anything extra, but of course, that is hardly the main point. Using Petty Officer Second Class, Joshua Kelly's cross-dressing act shines a light on the delusional leadership of our national defense. Can military officers and civilian employees really believe this sort of thing will help improve morale or attract young recruits, primarily young men willing to serve and perhaps die for this country? What the military needs is more men who want to be modern warriors. They are unlikely to be lured by drag queens whose shtick is most often a patronizing pastiche of femininity. The opposite is true. 
It and other elements of recent recruitment repel would-be warriors, and as these men turn away, the vacancies they leave have to be filled by less desirable recruits, perhaps those who find drag queens compelling. Aside from drag queens, the brass seems at a loss. Its other tactic has been to force the so-called diversity, equity, and inclusion ideology, otherwise known as the DEI, but I call it the DIE, D-I-E, because this country is going to die, D-I-E, based on this diversity, inclusion, and equity. In case those of you who are behind the eight ball and you're too busy watching the basketball playoffs, diversity in the first letter, the D for die, is different races, different genders, um, you hire based on different sexual backgrounds, like transgenders, okay, and, and uh, homosexuals, and of course the, the different races, black, Chinese. Um, don't hire the best person, just let's be diverse, let's hire for diversity. Um, you know, the pilot of a plane doesn't have to be the best pilot, but he's black, so let's make sure we get a black person in there, or let's make sure we get a Hispanic person in there, or let's make sure we get a Chinese person in there. doesn't have to be the best man for the job. We have to be diverse. The equity is basically as far as you being treated equally, uh, you know, pay and respect and all that. And then the inclusion is, in other words, do we belong? Does the person belong? Make sure the person is, um, you know, gets along and belongs in that particular group. So it's just all hogwash, the, 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 just the these acronyms they use in the DEI, which should be called the DIE, the DIE, because this is what's going to kill America. Um, the DEI has already been proven to be a poison in workplaces and universities. The mainstreaming of the DEI ideology has heightened racial tensions nationally, and in every institution it has touched the exact opposite of unconvincingly stated purpose. It is poisoning morale in the armed forces as a racialist ideology that teaches that people are either oppressors or victims solely on the basis of their skin color. It is an inherently harmful worldview that turns resentment into a virtue and portrays America as the world's great villain. It is no accident that 65% of service members report being concerned about the increase in politicizing of the military. But that is not the only reason it has no place in the military. The DEI is an ideology intended to promote mediocrity, to check boxes and fill quotas from within a hierarchy of victimhood rather than reward merit or achieve greatness. This is incompatible with military service. No one follows a leader into battle because of his or her claims to intersectional authority. People are drawn by a desire to do something great for their country. The ideology behind the DEI, known in academic circles as critical race theory, deliberately undermines patriotism in the younger generation. Under the influence of the DEI bureaucrats, the entire educational system, from kindergarten through college, is now trying to wring out of the young whatever remains of love of the country. America is great because America is good. This is the belief that inspired millions of young men and women to serve their country needed when the country needed them in the past. But the DEI, far from welcoming more people in, teaches that America is evil, that it is, as the doctrines of critical race theory would have it, a uniquely and irredeemably racist country whose historic injustices can never be fixed. This is a detestable lie. 
But if you are indoctrinated with it from your childhood in the public schools, okay, how could you love this country? Who would want to fight for a nation fitting the DEI description? President Dementia's appointees seeking military police think drag queens, preferred pronouns, and inclusive language a key to reversing young people's waning interest in joining the military. If the military wants to fix its recruiting problem, it needs to fire all its DEI officers and purge all hints of DEI ideology from its ranks instead. So folks, this is getting out of control. As I mentioned earlier, Budweiser is down 21%. They had an article today in the paper, I was stunned, that Fenway Park has an area here in Boston where they have, they just sell Budweiser beer, Bud Light, all Budweiser products. Now, liberal Boston, liberal Fenway Park, those fans there, oh, we call them pink cats. They sing Sweet Caroline. Most of them that go have no clue who, who the men on the field are. They just go because it's a, it's a, it's like a, a carnival just to go to Fenway, be seen, and you can sing Sweet Caroline in the seventh inning stretch. But lo and behold, I have to give my credit to the fans of, of the pink cats at Fenway no one was at the Budweiser beer stand. They had a picture showing how everybody was out in the concession stands and everyone was ignoring the Budweiser stand. So I'm just totally shocked because Boston is full of liberal pussies and you would expect some of these phony liberals to be in line to get the beer to support the transgender Dylan Mulvaney. But no one was there. Now, I think they were afraid. I think there were a bunch of people that said, gee, let's go, but they didn't see a line, so they... Follow the crowd. Uh, that's another thing. People tend to follow the crowd. No one is man enough to go and be the leader, but just the follower. In other words, they're all sheep. But that being said, it's proud to see that Boston, a very liberal um, city, a very tolerant city, a blue city. You know, we welcome all of these, um, you know, illegals here, except Martha's Vineyard doesn't allow them. <laughs> but no one was at that Budweiser stand, so that was good to see. So that, that gives me a little bit of uh, confidence and, and a little pride that, gee, Boston finally stood up and showed it had some balls and it's not going to follow suit of what California and maybe like New York, some of these other woke cities and, and states are going to do. But we're in big trouble here. I mean, the Navy, the, the recruitment, they're pandering to transgender you know, the, the diversity, equity, and inclusion. You're not going to get real men to fight the battle. Can you imagine some of these, you know, pussified men that are going to be on the front line when it comes time to fight Russia or China? They're just going to bend over and, 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 and pull their pants down and give the Vaseline to China or Russia. That's all. They're, they're not going to be the men that we had in the Vietnam War and, of course, the men from the World War II and, and World War I. This is just totally awful. I mean, you might as well just give the keys to Putin right now. Why even fight? Say, here, here's the keys to the country. Take us over. We'll start learning Russian, and, and that's all. You know, I'll give it to China, and we'll start learning Chinese, or maybe Russian Chinese, whatever. Do it. Take it over. It, it just is It's very embarrassing, and it's a very sad state of affairs. If the independent man and a lot of most Americans are frowning upon this, can you imagine what our adversaries are thinking right now? Every day under this administration, we are getting weaker and weaker and weaker. How long can this continue? I come on this podcast to you two or three times a week, and it's like almost the end of times. We're on the verge of World War III, but what happened with that drone the other night? I told you how they, they tried to attack uh, Russia and assassinate Putin. Now the Navy and the Army can't get recruitments, so the answer is to put a transgender out there? 
that's the answer? I mean, all you have to do is go to the WWE and pull one of the professional wrestlers out. You get someone like um, Austin Theory, or you get um, even Hulk Hogan, pull him up from the grave, and well, he's still alive, but he's you know one foot in the grave. Have him go out there and, and be the representative. I mean, this is unbelievable that you get a transgender. I mean, we, we went from the village people in the Navy, and we're going to be ending up going through uh, Tiny Tim right here as we exit the Independent oh, Man podcast. This is what the Navy's become. Oh, yeah. Tiptoe through the tulips. Have a good evening, everybody. That's what we become. We become the pussification of America. Our days are numbered if this continues. With God's will and your listenership, and if we have a country in the next couple of days, I shall return. Podcasting live from high above the crew. High above the we are WQIN, Federal Nashua Group W, a Westinghouse Broadcasting Station. Promotional consideration paid by Quinlan Memorials of Wakefield, Massachusetts. Call or text Ralph at 781-245-2505 or visit quinlanmemorials.com.